Welcome to Smokey College Football Picks with the Bandit. I'm your host, Smokey. We're recording this a little late this week, and don't worry, we're going to be here just in time to get all the games wrong yet again and uh, try and offer you some betting college football advice, what we think about the spreads for this week's games. What's going on there, Beltway Bandit? Ah, uh, Smokey. The Bandit's doing pretty good, man. We had a, we had a pretty good week last week. Uh, we both did better than 500, um, and we've got some great uh, college football matchups. So uh, I'm, I'm ready to dive into it, man. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit at first. You know, we got to talk about our Gators. It's been in the news a lot today. What, what's the latest, and what do you think of the story? <coughs> well, it just goes to show don't believe everything you read on the Internet. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Um, obviously, a serious ta- topic there in Gainesville with uh, Harris, the guy who came in and and shocked us. And I don't think it was Harris that led the Gators to victory. Rather, I never bet against the Florida Gators, and of course, I bet on Tennessee last week, so I mushed us. I I deserve all the credit for the Gators winning last week. Very good, very good. So you you basically uh, you're going to bet LSU this week against Florida. Is that is that, is that what I'm hearing? Now, LSU the lines moved. They're now uh, the Gators went from an underdog to a one point favorite. Who you like? I like LSU. Uh, honestly, I'm thinking about taking LSU. Harris, uh, I just read the latest that he will not be playing versus LSU. We still don't know how good the kid is. Tennessee is obviously not very good. I mean, if if they couldn't beat the Gators this year, will they ever beat the Gators? Uh, Here's my prediction. LSU will win the game by two or three on a fake field goal or fake punt of some kind. Wow, that's pretty bold. That's pretty bold. Well, well, I, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take the Gators. Uh, I'm going to hope that your mushing continues and that the Gators are able to pull out a win here. I think they're, they, as I said, they're only a one-point favorite. So uh, basically all they need to do is win here. So I'm, I'm going to take the Gators. I think it's good that Harris isn't going to see the field because I, I wouldn't want him coming off of this, this, this very difficult week. Uh, and, and, I mean, I, I'm sure that he is relieved that the, that the accuser has withdrawn uh, the complaint. Uh, but at the same time, he, he, he has not practiced this week. He can't be in the right uh, state of mind. I'm happy that he's not playing. I'm hoping that Driscoll can put together a good game, and uh, maybe we could actually have a, a quarterback controversy uh, there. All I know is if Driscoll gets off to a bad start, it is going to be ugly in the swamp. Yeah, I mean, would they even be calling for the uh, the other freshman quarterback, Greer? Would they be calling for him even oh, though he's coming definitely. off of uh, back, back spasms that, that have just cleared up this week? If the Gators go two, three and outs, they'll be calling for Greer. Oh, wow. Wow. You heard it here first. Uh, Smokey says uh, Greer might be uh, might be the quarterback that finishes this game. What do you think? Greer finishes? Are you going to say that? Oh, no, I'm not saying it. I'm saying that if Driscoll has two bad drives to start the game, the fans will turn on him. That's what I'm saying. I hope Driscoll okay. plays well. well. I'm, I'm almost positive Driscoll will, will struggle in this game, so uh, so maybe the fans will be turning on him early here. Um, I, I, I want to tell our listeners, too, a little bit that, that we, we do have a uh, uh, an email address. Uh, you can send us questions. It's Smokey and the Bandit CFB at yahoo.com that's college football baseball that's Smokey and the Bandit 
cfb at yahoo.com. And you can tweet us in at SmokeyBanditCFB. Uh, that's without the and, at SmokeyBanditCFB. Um, all right, so let's just get into the rest of the games here, here Smokey. we got a Friday night game um, that looks pretty interesting. we got Washington State uh, at Stanford. Stanford's a 14.5-point favorite. Who do you like? <laughs> the one thing that I've learned since we've been doing this podcast, I pick an awful lot of favorites, and the favorites are not covering. I'm going to go with Washington State's taking the 14.5 in this game. All right, well, I agree with you here. Um, Washington State beat a good Utah team, and they lost a close game against a good Oregon team. Uh, I I don't think Stanford's offense is that good. I mean, did you watch the Notre Dame game? I was following it closely. I do agree with you. Stanford's offense, they haven't beat anybody convincingly. That's right, that's right. I think Washington State can keep it close, and I think the 14.5 might be a a, a pretty good uh, game. Um, I will say again uh, that that uh, if you got one of these games, uh, Smokey, that it's your lock of the week, lock it in and let everybody know that that's what your lock is. Although we should call it the anti-lock because I think you're 0 and 3. Um, I'm not that much better. I think I'm 1 and 2 right now on locks. Uh, but you know, when we get to a game that you want to lock it in, uh, announce it as your lock. Um, didn't I vote in the Didn't I vote in the staff meeting for not doing uh, uh, locks of the week because mine are, <laughs> have been so bad. <laughs> yeah, you, you wanted to do away with the segment. Um, I, I, I do know that. Um, but I think we can have fun with it, and maybe I'll just go – whoever you pick this week, I'm going the other way. Okay, just remi- remind me at the end of the show to re- fire my assistant for not getting that point across. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, your lock of the week last week was Oklahoma, and they lost outright to TCU. Uh, we got a game where we got Texas at Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like? Lock of the week, Oklahoma. I'm going with them for – I meant to go with them on the first lock of the week, which I would have gotten right. I think Oklahoma is going to just pour it on Texas. It's a big spread, 16 and a half. I think Texas is that bad. Oklahoma is that good. I predict a big bounce back week for Oklahoma. Okay, you're putting me in such a tough spot here because I've I've got Oklahoma circled on my sheet. That's who I've picked before we did the show, and we you know we don't discuss the picks before we get on the show. But um, I, I I I mean I, I'm going to take Texas just because I'm going to be a man of my word, and I said I was going to flip, and just on the idea that uh, that you're going to get this wrong and that your track record, uh, I just I'd love to see you go zero and four on locks. Um, <laughs> we could definitely call it the anti lock. Um, but I, I, I got to take Texas here. It's, it's got to be. Uh, uh, it, it's what I've said, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to it. Is that surprising, or, or you think I? I'm, so, I, I'm calling it brass, man. I was, I didn't think you would once I announced Oklahoma, and uh, you know it is sixteen and a half, but um, I, I just think that Oklahoma is, is you know, they're, they're, they're pissed off about that loss last week. And uh, I think we're going to see a lot of bounce backs. I mean, we had a lot of big, uh, heavy favorites lose last week. I mean, it was a shocking week. I mean, the fact that you and I both picked over 500 is pretty impressive. Yeah, well, I mean, some of it was seeing some of the games coming, you know, being able to see uh, some of the upsets coming with uh, Ole Miss and Mississippi and uh, uh, Auburn blowing out LSU. And games like that really help if you get them right. Um, so many teams losing. You're in good company, though. 80% of the experts have Oklahoma 
and really Vegas is hoping that Texas can cover because this line's moved up to 16 and a half. Yeah. Uh, a lot of action on Oklahoma. Um, okay, so next game we got, we got another, uh, well, not another, we got, we got our first Big Ten matchup here. We got Northwestern at Minnesota. Minnesota's a three and a half point favorite. Um, who do you like? Who is not as bad as I think they are? Because I think both of these teams suck. I'm going with Minnesota minus the three and a half on this game. I, I agree with you. Minnesota's coming off a bye. They, they had a big win at Michigan. Uh, I think I picked that wrong. I think I took Michigan in that game. Um, I think Minnesota's the better of the bad two teams here. I agree with you here. Um, guy that was in the news two weeks ago or three weeks ago is obviously Jameis Winston. Um, he, he can thank Trayon Harris for taking him off the first page. Um, his Seminoles are going to uh, Syracuse Orangemen, and Florida State's a 24-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Last year, Florida State was a lock against the spread. This year, they have not been performing uh, that well against the spread. You might have those numbers, but Syracuse is that bad. Um, it's a night game, I believe, at Syracuse. I'm going with Florida State. I just can't. I just can't seem to take Syracuse, even with the twenty-four and a half. Yeah, I, I like Syracuse here, um, and, and and you're right. The uh... You know, Florida State has won every single game, but it's but Florida State is one in four against the spread. That's one win, four losses. Um, they haven't been very good this year, and they've and, and I think that twenty four and a half is just too many points. I'm going to take uh, Syracuse at home to cover here. Um, all right, well let's let, let's get into a bigger game here. We got an SEC matchup, and we got Georgia at Missouri. And this game, obviously, we've got some news. You know, Todd Gurley's out. Um, and now Missouri is a one-point favorite. Um, actually, it hasn't flipped. Actually, Georgia's down. Georgia's a one-point favorite, down from a three-point favorite. Uh, who you like here? Even without Gurley, uh, is the game the game at Miss Missouri? Yes, it is. Yeah, Georgia should. Missouri is not very good. Uh, I think Georgia even uh, they've got a pretty good vertical passing game. I still like Georgia to cover the spread and win this game. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, you're going to love it. Uh, this is a great running back name. Um, behind Gurley, uh, do you have any idea who the backup is? Manley? <laughs> no, no, it's not Dexter Manley's kid. Uh, his name is Nick Chubb. <laughs> Nick Chubb? Yes, Chubb is the backup. And Chubb's a pretty good, uh, I'm just going to call him Chubbs because I think that's probably uh, uh, easier for me to remember. Chubbs is a pretty good running back. I think in uh, uh, their last game, I think he ran the ball like eight times for 78 yards. Maybe uh, uh, maybe he can get the job done. And uh, in every Missouri loss, they've gotten outrushed significantly, and they could definitely that that trend could repeat here. Here's the like best. Well. Here's the best thing that Chubb has going for him. The guy that I had never heard of on last week's podcast, which we'll get to, he's doing pretty damn good. I've never heard of Chubb. So maybe by next week he'll be doing pretty damn good. <laughs> Very much. So if, if, if Smokey hasn't heard of you, you're getting ready to break out in college football. But we agree there. Georgia Georgia should be able to win that game and cover the one point. Um, all right. We got Cincinnati at Miami. Um, I thought Cincinnati was going to be decent this year, and they look horrible. Um, but Miami's a 17-point favorite. A lot of points. Who you like? Yeah, it's funny because every week that we've done the Miami game, I've picked against them. Uh, I know I had the lock of the week, I believe it was two weeks ago, 
Maryland uh, getting four at Miami. I got got that Duke, game wrong. Duke, Duke at Miami. Oh, it was Duke at Miami. Wow, yeah, well, that that ship has sailed. The Duke ship has sailed. I'm actually going to take Miami here, which means I'll probably be wrong because Cincinnati is just awful. I mean, they're 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 just playing some terrible football. So I'm going to take Miami. Okay, I, I think you're. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to pick against you. I'm going to take Cincinnati just because I think it's too many points for a Miami team that isn't very good. To uh, to they, they pretty much need to blow out Cincinnati. Um, I, I think Cincinnati's rush defense is really bad, and if Miami can run it with. Uh, Duke Johnson, then, you know, they, they can make this a, a, a pretty, uh, you know, they can win by three touchdowns and cover the spread. I just think it's too many points. Uh, I'm going to take Cincinnati. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against the Smoky Karma uh, uh, in Miami and pick Cincinnati. Um, all right, we got another Big Ten matchup. Might be a little bit of a snoozer. Um, we've got Indiana at Iowa. Iowa's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do you like? I'm sorry, wake me up. Who are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about Indiana uh, at Iowa. Uh, Iowa, if you remember, they have that Beathard kid who I did get a uh, an email about this. Is Bobby Beathard's great-grandson. Great-grandson. Holy crap, that makes me feel old. Oh, Any... wait, wait, not great-grandson. Grandson. Grandson. Grandson of Bobby okay, Beathard. okay. Now I don't feel as old. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Iowa in this game. Uh Again, Big Ten football is just absolutely snooze-fest football, which could be why most of the time they're the noon games. Uh, people are just... Everybody's w- watching them, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they, they heck, they, didn't they have like a 9 a.m. game in Ireland that nobody cared about? But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Iowa on this one. Very good, very good. I think Indiana's Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, they, they beat Missouri, and then they, they wind up like losing to Bowling Green or something like that. Um, Iowa has C.J. Beathard. I think he's, he's going to be a decent college quarterback, and uh, he's got good bloodlines, obviously. But uh, I think Iowa, you know, just does enough, and they, uh, they cover, and they, they win the game at home here. Um, Give me the right. team that starts with an I. What was that? Give me the team that starts with an I. <laughs> yeah, that's cheating if you're doing that. Oh, okay. um, that's like me taking the Tigers last week in the uh, the Auburn LSU game. Um, all right, so the next game we got we got the team that that, that you missed in the lock against Miami. We got Duke uh, and another team that you're you're down on Georgia Tech. Uh, Duke's a three and a half point favorite at Georgia Tech. Who you like? Georgia Tech has made 1940s football fashionable again. I'm going with the Yellow Jackets in this one. Oh wow! I guess we agree. You've come around to the the 1940s triple option uh, out of the wing formation or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, I agree with this. You know, Georgia Tech's got the right quarterback to run this triple option, and as long as he's healthy, they're going to be pretty good. I think they probably win this game outright. Um, I'm not taking it. I've got another game circled as the lock, but um, I, I like Georgia Tech. What? Uh, uh, any any other thoughts on this game? Yeah, I hate Duke. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have a lot of injuries. That's a, that's another reason to uh, a little inside info. Duke has a lot of players on the injury report this week, and uh, uh, they're not coming in uh, at full force. So I like I like Georgia Tech as well. Um, all right, staying in the Big Ten. Oh, boy, these games. I I just can't get excited about Big Ten football. Um, just any of these games. There's one game that I like that we'll cover at the end of the show, but um, this game. Michigan State at Purdue. Michigan State is a 21-and-a-half point favorite. Who do you like? 
Again, a lot of points, but Purdue is so awful. I think Purdue covered, like, you know, getting a lot of points for the first time last week. I'm going to go with Michigan State. Uh, They need to keep winning big if they're going to have any shot of going to a big bowl game. I'm taking Michigan State. Yeah, I mean, Michigan State has an outside chance to make the the playoffs. Um, They would need to win outright and win in convincing fashion. Um, Purdue, I think, will do just enough to stay in reach. Um, I like the half point here on 21 and a half. I think if it was 20 and a half, I just see this this game might be like a 17-point Michigan State win. I think they're going to stay in reach, and when in doubt – uh, I take if I think it's close and I and I got to flip a coin, which is basically what I got to do here. I take the home team getting the points, so I'm going to take th- Purdue here. I think only 63 teams need to lose for a Big Ten team to make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, it's only it's within reach. Only uh, only a couple things need to need to bounce right. Um, okay, so we've got two former Gator quarterbacks starting against each other. Uh, do you know what two teams are playing that are in the matchup that I'm that I'm getting ready to? Does that mean Boston College is playing NC State this weekend? Yes, yes, very good, very good, Smokey. We got Boston College at NC State. Uh, Tyler Murphy versus Jacoby Brissett. Uh, Boston College, uh, actually, NC State is a three and a half point favorite. Who do you like here? Yeah, and uh, the real Joe Kobe Brissett showed how awful he was last week. Uh, I'm going to take Boston College in this game. Yeah, I, I agree with you here. I, I, I have a note that I was taking whichever team was getting points in this game. So um, I, I think it's, you know, Tyler Murphy, Jacoby Brissett. Um, I don't know. As a Gator fan, do you wish they had stayed at the University of Florida? No. They're better. Well, I don't know if they're better than Driscoll. I just... I, just what happened to Florida? We used to be quarterback you, and I'll tell you, I mean, I, I would take a Jesse Palmer now. <laughs> I, I, would take the, I would take a Doug Johnson right now in a heartbeat. That's, that's kind of like where we're at right now. Um, I would definitely take Grossman. Give me a Terry Dean. <laughs> Give me a Terry Dean or a Shane Matthews. I mean, come on. Hey, Shane was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, or uh, I would take Shane Edge at this point. You know, uh, I don't know if you remember back the punter in the, uh, that tackle nineties, but Edge used to run the fake punt and was a, had a decent arm. Did you? You didn't hear me. The punter that tackled. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The punter that tackled Shane Edge was badass. Um, if you're listening, Shane, give us a uh, tweet us in or send us an email. Um, I'm sure he is, but. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I agree with you, man. Both of these quarterbacks aren't very good. I'm taking Boston College because they're getting the points. I agree. Um, I, but you're right. I don't know what's going on with Florida that we can't get a quarterback, um, you know, and, and find anybody that can play quarterback uh, for the Gators. Um, all right. Uh, the upset uh, uh, king last week, TCU, uh, also blew up your lock of the week at Baylor. Big matchup uh, for the Big 12. Uh, I don't know if it's a very big game, but TCU's uh, getting eight points. The Baylor's an eight-point favorite. Who do you like? Yeah, actually some people think this is going to be the most entertaining game of the weekend. Uh, I'm taking Baylor. I think that offense is just too good. I'm not a TCU believer. I don't know if it's because I'm Jewish, but I'm going with Baylor. (laughs) You don't like anything with Christian in its name? No, it's just I don't like Temple either. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. 
Um, I, I, I didn't. I wasn't sure about them. I hadn't seen them uh, last week before they played Oklahoma, but I, I did see them against Oklahoma. They played pretty well. I, I think they can at least keep it close, and I like getting eight points here. So I'm going to go the other way. Um, all right. All right, we've gone through the snooze fest games, and now we get into kind of a run of games that I think are, are pretty interesting. Um, we'll start off with a good SEC matchup here. we got Auburn at Mississippi State, two unbeatens, very good game. Auburn's a three-point favorite. Who you like here? Well, what I like most about this, uh, last week I had not heard of Dax Prescott. I obviously know who he is now. I actually used him in my DraftKings Game of the week, and which I did place in the money, which is always fun. I was listening to a nat- one a national college podcast that recorded earlier this week. A guy on a national pod- college po- podcast didn't know who Dax Prescott was. Then on the Boomer and Carton show today, Carton had no clue who Dax Prescott was. So let's just say I wasn't alone in not knowing who he was. That being said, I am on the Dax Prescott bandwagon. I'm taking Mississippi State in this game. Well, you know, Smokey, I'm the guy that brought up Dak Prescott last week and, uh, and, and said that he's, he was a good quarterback, and I actually said that I thought that he was uh, uh, a better quarterback uh, than, uh, uh, you oh. know, uh, probably one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC and maybe better than uh, uh, the Hill kid that's over at Texas a and I thought you were going to say you thought he was a better quarterback than a lover. No, no, no. That's some inside information. Not, not that much love, but the but the, uh, the the kid is a good quarterback. So you don't have that um, much inside information. Yeah, I don't have that much inside information. Um, but I will tell you this: I'm going against him this week, and I'm 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 going to say that Auburn is just the better team here. I mean, I think Mississippi State's coming off uh, a big win against Texas A&M. But I really think that Auburn's just a very solid all, you know, all-around team, uh, and I think that they're going to win this game. I think they're going to win it by a touchdown. It, here's a question for you: The winner of this game is the quarterback of that team, the Heisman front runner. Oh boy, um, you know, I, I, I got to think that uh, that Golston gets into that that conversation over at Notre Dame. Um, I got to think that uh, that that. I think that whoever wins this game, I think they're going to get they're going to get good quarterback play, whether it's Nick Marshall or Dak Prescott. Um, I, I, I think whoever wins this game is going to be mentioned in the Heisman uh, conversation. Definitely, if you have five finalists, wasn't Golston suspended all of last year? Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, I think I, they're I, starting to take character into consideration a little more. So I think he, I, I believe it or not, I think Notre Dame. I think he's going to lose out. I think Jameis Winston isn't even invited to the final three or four in New York this year. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you have a you have a good point there. Um, you know, the the committee is taking into account uh, you know off the field issues uh, with with the Heisman voting, and so so let's think about who just got taken out because of that. Um, Winston and Todd Gurley, both yeah. those guys. I mean, Todd Gurley's just out no matter what. Um, uh, unless he gets reinstated somehow, but but under that theory, those two guys are gone. Um, unfortunately, I think it's. Pro- I mean, I, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I think it's going to be Mariota. Yeah, he's had a couple of poor games, so I, I don't think so. I, I think it's still pretty wide open. 
Yeah, well, I, I will tell you this. Uh, ESPN has a poll, uh, an expert poll, uh, from three days ago, and it has Dak Prescott as the number two vote-getter behind Todd Gurley. Wait a minute. I wasn't, I wasn't asked to participate in that poll. Were you? <laughs> I was not. Um, although I did, know Dak, I did know about Dak Prescott, but um, I'll say this. Nick Marshall's seventh on the list, and uh, obviously his star would rise. Uh, also, the QB out of Ole Miss, Bo Wallace. That's another guy that you got to think about. But um, his, his name is too much from the '80s, Bo Wallace. <laughs> he sounds like he should be riding the General Lee. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you this: we got Mariota in the next game, um, and let's uh, let's talk about it. Very big game. We got. Uh, I, I'm telling you that we got a run of these games that are interesting. Oregon at UCLA. Oregon a three point favorite. Uh, Marcus Mariota uh, is time to shine. What do you think? You know, it's, a, it's another interesting week of great games. My intro might not have been that interesting, but the games are at least interesting. I'm taking Oregon, UCLA. I've, I've bit on them too many times, and uh, I'm not a UCLA but an UCLA believer anymore. I'm taking Oregon on the road in this one. I'm, I'm taking Oregon on the road as well um, for a different reason. I, I do think Mariota has a good game. I, I, I do think that, that uh, uh, he, he rises in the Heisman as the Heisman front runner after this game. Um, but what I will say is the difference is the Oregon defense. Uh, against a good defense, UCLA can't protect the quarterback. They, they've given up 23 sacks this year. Um, that, that could be a, a big difference in this game. I'm going to take Oregon as well. I agree with you. Um, Two games that are kind of lull games before we get into another great run. Um, Louisville at Clemson. Clemson's a 10-point favorite. Who do you like? Yeah, Louisville has disappointed me the last few weeks. And Clemson, uh, you know, we've established they're not as good as we thought they were. I'm going to still take Clemson minus the 10 here. Okay, I'm going to agree with you. Um, it's kind of a toss-up game here. Um, Clemson minus the 10. Uh, I just think that Clemson's played a little bit uh, better quality opponents, and I like them at home, and I think they could maybe blow this game out. Um, another quick game, uh, North Carolina at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's 17-point favorite. Who you like? I just think Notre Dame is that much better than North Carolina. It's more points than I would like to give up. I'd like to see this more around 14 uh, I'm going to take Notre Dame regardless. All right, we agree on this game as well. I'm going to take Notre Dame. It is a lot of points, but, you know, quick stat, UNC 0-5 against the spread this year. Have not beaten the spread once this year, and I don't think they're going to start with Notre Dame. Well, that's a continuation right. of I don't know what to do in this game if I don't like religious institutions because I have Notre Dame and North Carolina <laughs> at Chapel Hill. Okay. Yeah, what are you, you going to do if Notre Dame plays TCU in a bowl game? Uh, root for Temple. Flip a coin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, we got six games. All six are, are interesting. Um, uh, well, there's one that's, that's not quite as interesting, but let's, let's go to it real quick. I'll get the uninteresting one out of the way. we got East Carolina at South Florida. East Carolina, a 16.5-point favorite. Who do you like? Yeah, I thought I saw even more points than that, but uh, South Florida is, yeah, they're, they're not the team they used to be. East Carolina's looked pretty good. I think they're ranked 22nd or 23rd now. Give yeah. me, uh, I don't know if Skip Holtz is still there, but regardless, I'm taking East Carolina. All right, I'm agreeing with you. I'm taking East Carolina. Uh, South Florida lost by 35 to NC 
State. Uh, East Carolina is much better than NC State. They should be able to blow them out here. Yeah. All right. So we got that one past us. We got we got some we got some some good games to, to talk about here. We got Alabama at Arkansas. Alabama is a nine and a half point favorite. What do you think about this game? I really think Alabama is going to blow them out. I mean, they're coming off a loss. Uh, they did not look very good last week. I know Alabama's, they're not as good as they were the last few years. Still, I like Alabama to cover this spread. I think the big difference here, I agree with you. I'm going to say that first. I'm taking Alabama to cover the, the spread here. Arkansas, uh, you know, is very run-heavy. I think Alabama's defense should be able to, to at least stop the run a little bit against them. And Alabama's pass offense, I mean, i, I, I got to say this. I think Amari Cooper is the best player in college football, period. Uh, he, he, is, he is absolutely electrifying. I think that he's going to go someplace and start immediately in the NFL. Um, I, I think Alabama can light it up. Um, I just said who I think is my best, uh, uh, who the best college player is. Uh, who do you think is the best college player? Oh, hands down, Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> that is a perfectly laid joke right there. Absolutely. Um, all right, you're, you're taking Driscoll as the best. I hope he plays the best. I hope he's the best this weekend, but I, but I, uh, I, I think your tongue is firmly in your cheek. I, 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 I agree with you. It's probably Amari Cooper. He's the most electrifying and most exciting player. Absolutely, absolutely. And you could, should see him on the dance floor. He's got moves. <laughs> very good, very good. We got, um, uh, you know, we've got the uh, Penn State going to Michigan. Uh, Penn State is actually a one and a half point underdog here. I, I, I'm, I was surprised to see that. That's going to give away who I like here. Um, who you like in this game? Michigan is so awful. I mean, they are just terrible. I, I love looking at the scores each week just to see how bad Michigan lost. I plan on doing that again this Saturday. I'm taking Penn State. Okay, well, I agree with you. Penn State, I think it just comes down to coaching here. You know, uh, Penn State has, uh, uh, what's Franklin's first name? It's like, it's like Nick Franklin. Uh, what was it? Nick, isn't it Nick? I think it might be Nick Franklin. I, I don't think that's it, though. I think it's, uh, I think it's like, James Franklin or something like that. But anyway. No, there's only one Jameis, and he's a rapist. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, very good. Uh, well, I think that we, we know that Michigan has Brady Hoke still, and, um, and and it is James Franklin, by the way. Oh, James. Uh, okay. I, I, had to, I had to quickly consult my notes here. and um, What kind uh, of an so idiot would name their kid James? <laughs> I don't know. It might, they must be crazy. Um, uh, his wife's name is Fumi, in case you were wondering. What? Um, What's Fumi his Franklin? wife's Are you serious? I'm dead serious. What's I'm, his wife's I'm, name? I, I'm looking at a Wikipedia page, and you know Wikipedia is never wrong. So, so yeah, his wife's name is uh, Fumi Franklin. <laughs> that that's hilarious, Fumi Franklin. What kind of a name is that? I don't. I I think it's Samoan. No, I don't know. Um, she sounds like she should be on their offensive line. <laughs> Very much so. Very much so. I think that James Franklin can outcoach Brady Hoke. I think they can win this game. I agree with you here. I got Penn State, um, and we are just absolutely butchering the Fumi Franklin reference here. Uh, I love it. Um, all right, two more games, and one of them is a big finish here. We got uh, actually they're both huge games. 
we got Ole Miss going to Texas A&M. Uh, Ole Miss is not a favorite in this game. Uh, we got Texas A&M is a three and a half point favorite. Who you like? I'm taking the Fighting Johnny Footballs. I, I still don't think Ole Miss is as good as three or whatever they're ranked. Fumi Texas A&M. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I think Texas. I think uh, uh, Ole Miss is a team of destiny. Um, I think that they're going to wind up in the SEC title game this year. Um, I, I've said that. I said that a couple couple podcast episodes again uh, ago, and uh, I'm going to say it again. And uh, I'm going to take Ole Miss here. I'm going to say they're going to win another game. Their defense is very good, very good defense. Uh, they got Bo Wallace riding the General Lee out there, uh, guiding the uh, the troops there. And I think that uh, whoa, 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 whoa! If you're talking about Ole Miss, you got to be very careful using the word troops. <laughs> well, I just used I just used three references right in a row. What you're you're just missing the word integration. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just I'm missing a couple words there, but uh, but yeah, I think Ole Miss covers uh, and uh, that they win this game outright. Um, All right, so we got one last game, and I'll tell you what we you know we do a sheet ahead of the game uh, or ahead of the podcast. Now you're using the word sheet. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) I just use the word sheet. Okay, this is not going well at all. Are you going to be dressing as a ghost for Halloween? (laughs) I did. No, I'm. I'm. (laughs) Man, you you have absolutely cracked me up. I can't go anywhere now. Um, uh, Okay, so we do a pick'em sheet ahead of the show, and I left this game off absolutely, and Smokey lit me up, and he said, "What." What is the deal? Why aren't you even covering this game? And I had Arkansas State, Georgia State in its place. And uh, you ripped me a new one on that one, uh, rightfully so. I called you East Coast Bias. (laughs) A what bias? A West Coast Bias or an East Coast Bias? No, you have an East Coast Bias. I do, I do. And this, this, you do know the game that I'm getting to, and it's USC at Arizona. Um, Arizona surprised, you know, surprised Oregon last week. Uh, USC is a two and a half point favorite. How you see this game? Yeah, you know, the Pac-12. I got to give them credit for scheduling. I mean, two weeks in a row, they're going to have a major shakeup. I like USC to screw everything up for the Pac-12 and beat Arizona. All right, all right. Well, you know what? I, I've heard today uh, about Rich Rodriguez being the uh, possible coach of the year. And um, when I hear that, I think the the something has to come back uh, into uh, focus here. Something something has to level itself out. So I agree with you here. USC should cover, um, and uh, Rich Rodriguez can go back to being uh, a, a decent but not coach of the year type coach. Um, that's uh, I, I agree with you. I, I like USC. Um, all right, so that's that's the last game. Any any other thoughts on the USC Arizona game? No, but I do have one thought. Who's your lock of the week? Oh shoot, we we completely you know not we you and I started talking about not we you and and I completely missed the lock of the week. Um, I have the lock of the week on my sheet <laughs> uh, circled as Penn State uh, over Michigan. Okay, I have that's... I have Penn State. Uh, getting one and a half point 
points at Michigan, and that's my lock of the week. So uh, uh, pencil it in right now. Uh, I'm getting back to 500 on my locks, and Penn State's going to roll at Michigan. Well, that's good, and we want to hear from the listeners. You can reach out to us with questions uh, about uh, college football or you know, why uh, Smokey likes sheets, and uh, you can reach us two ways. You can reach us through email at SmokeyAndTheBanditCFB at Yahoo.com or tweet us in at SmokeyBanditCFB on the Twitter. And I will say that it will no longer be known as the Penn State Nittany Lions. It will now be the Penn State Fumi Framework. Ooh, nice. Fumi, we're out. Later.